Today on the DML News Podcast, Denny and I are going to focus in on race, racism, and how it really doesn't exist in the United States of America if you pull away the media. So get ready, because it's all unfiltered. Dennis Michael Lynch gives you his word, and he will never let you down. He will always fight for America. The only one who really puts his money where his mouth is, is Dennis Michael Lynch. Hello, I'm Dennis Michael Lynch, and I thank you for joining me today. On the controls is Sir Ryan, and of course for me is Young Dennis. We have a good program for you today. It's going to be locked in on one topic and one topic only. But before we get into it, I have to tell you, uh, we've gotten hit with a couple of requests, and it's been repetitive. And that request is that we extend the buy one, get one free that we ran a few days ago on DML CBD face serum. And we were getting these messages, and I, and I, you know, Ashley asked me, and I said, no, we already ran it, whatever it might be. And then we got a couple other ones that were highly complimentary to yours truly. And it was amazing. I did a Facebook Live uh, not more than two days ago, and I haven't done Facebook Lives in a while. And the comments that were coming in weren't a lot about uh, what I was talking about in terms of Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin, but instead it was about my youthful looks. Right, Dennis? Yeah, I mean, there's a few here. Um, There's one from... Val, she says, haven't seen you in a while. You are looking fabulous. Must be the products you sell. And yes, I agree with you. That's about the Tucker uh, Putin interview. Yeah. Uh, and then another one. Holy cats, Dennis. I haven't seen you for a while. What have you done? You are always nice looking, but you look 15 years younger than the last time I saw you. What gives? And then another one from Suzanne. Dude, you're aging backwards. So here's the funny part of this, right? So we're sitting around and your mother is freaking out that these things are coming in, right? Because I, what was it? What We had a whining talk going back a couple of weeks ago, and we had this whole debate about who looked younger, your mother or I. <clears throat> it was hysterical. So these things are coming in or whatever it may be. And uh, truth be told, listen, uh, I'll be 55 at the end of August. And uh, I will say, since it is that I started using the DML CBD face serum, I can tell some of the spots that you have on your face that just start to come with age. They have definitely diminished. Some of my lines that are unwanted have started to diminish. And um, the freshness of of my face, my skin, uh, just feels so much different. It's always hydrated. Same thing with mommy. Mommy uses it as well. You know, she's always getting compliments. Ashley uses it all the time. Uh, In fact, Ashley, maybe we just throw it up here, Ryan. Ashley wound up getting an email from somebody who said, um, I I think I got this pretty close. I think she's in her 70s and she's been using the face serum and she had unwanted blemishes and those blemishes are starting to disappear. She sent us the email on her own, just said, I absolutely love it. So we had a bunch of people ask us, we're going to extend the DML CBD buy one, get one free. You got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it ends after the Super Bowl on Sunday. So you got four days. If you haven't tried it yet, go to dmlcbd.com slash face. That is dmlcbd.com slash face. And I'm sure that you are going to like what it is you see. You got something else? Yeah, well, it's a great time to use it. You know, it's it's winter time, so cold air, um, you know, your skin dries up. I mean, even one of our testimonials here, someone from Arizona 
um, saying how much she loves using it during this time of year. So it's a great moisturizer for you know, when you're going out in the cold and you're afraid your you know, skin may get a little uh, drier. Um, irritated. Absolutely. DMLCBD.com slash face. Buy one, get one free. All right, Dennis, enough about uh, the youthful looks of your father. Um, Listen, we have ourselves uh, a problem in this country. We touched on it yesterday for a little bit. Uh, We talked about Black History Month and about how it is that businesses uh, and Democrats toss it into your throat. And I, I truly believe the reason why they do that is twofold. Number one is they're looking to monetize it, which I think is sinful. And number two is, is that when you have a divide, that is the perfect way to create a storyline of chaos, a storyline of hatred, a storyline of division. And it's like if you're driving on <clears throat> I-95, and there's a car accident on the right-hand side. Everybody stops to look at the car accident. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, that's horrible, horrible. But they have to stop at the car accident. If there are, I always say this, if there are the cherry blossoms that are blooming, which will be pretty soon, right, next month and a half or whatever, and you see them on the side of the road, nobody ever stops for the pleasantry. So there is a uh, misery loves company sort of thing in, in this country, and the media absolutely exploits it for their own benefit. Democrats, as far as I'm concerned, exploit it so this way they can try to make it sound like all the big bad white people hate all the the, the criminal black people. And it's just so not the truth. And I hate talking about it on this program, but I thought that today would be a great day to just finally put it out there on how it needs to be out there. First of all, we are going to play a series of videos here. For those of you who are not watching and you're just listening, in the next couple of videos, in every single case, the person being interviewed and the person talking is African American. Every single person. And you know what it is time and time again? Trump, 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 Trump. Ryan, play the video. As black people, you know, we f- with Trump. Yeah, I f- with Trump. I don't know what everybody got against him. Yo, he was making f- the breadwinners, you heard? I'm a Democrat too, but f- it, we Trump. We Trump back in office right now. He's about money. It wasn't about no politics. He wanted to make America great again. Through Trump. Now, I'm thinking Trump for life. Trump for life. I ain't gonna lie. Blood on the Trump. Trump wanted us to get off our ass and get some money. Trump 2024. Who do you think is better for the country, Trump or Biden? Trump. 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 I say Trump. Why do you say that? He's a businessman. He's going to think business. And Biden is a racist. Uh, that makes me happy. I'm, I'm hoping there is a uh, wide awakening of people out there, especially in the black community, that see through, uh, you know, well, one, Biden's mental decline and the fact that his policies have not helped them or lifted their community whatsoever. I think he even has that famous quote, uh, you don't vote for me, you're not black. So uh, I think the black community does a disservice by trying to vote for Biden. But if there really is this great awakening of realizing, hey, I had more money in my pocket during you know the Trump days and he's a way more effective leader, um, we got to welcome it. We got to, we got to, I, I think Trump needs a whole rally in, in somewhere in New York, like maybe the Bronx or, you know, he, here's, here's the thing. 
All right. Um, I'm going to go into a little bit of a story here because I, I think it, uh, I think it needs to be told. The kid at the end of the video said Trump wanted us to get off our asses and work, right? So there is this perception that has been created in the media. And that is, is that, you know, whites hate blacks, blacks hate whites, Trump's a racist. Uh, then there's this, this idea that, you know, uh, blacks are lazy. I mean, they just go off this, this messaging that is so divisive. With that being said, I want to tell you a story, and you know exactly who I'm talking about. So we have a club that is uh, not far from our house, and we go there very, very often for dinner. And so there is an incredible staff. I mean, they're all attentive. They work hard. Now, these are all young people, all young people, waiters, waitresses, uh, bus people, bartenders, and it's an array. I mean, you have an array of, of people. You've got whites, you've got uh, blacks, you got Latinos, you got Irish, you got Italian, and I'm always astonished at how hard these people work. But if I had to pick one person out of the entire staff, it's like the all-star of staff. If I had to pick one person, there is a, uh, there is a young man, I'd say he's probably in his late 20s, maybe 30. His name is Steven. This guy is always polite. He is always gracious, always respectful. And man, does this guy run his ass off. And so the idea that all these... Um, uh, how do I even say it? The idea that there's this separation that exists in the United States, I don't really believe it. Because when I look at somebody like Stephen, I don't look at the color of his skin. I look at his character. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And when I look at his other coworkers, you can see it. It's, 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 it's so cohesive. It's not black and white at all. It's not until you get into the media and the media are going to try to make it out to be like, oh, Trump's a racist. Trump's a racist. Listen to what all these, you're looking at these guys. These are old white, uh, old black guys, young black guys, old uh, black girls, young black girls. But, but you think that the mainstream media ever wants to show that the black community loves Donald J. Trump or that the white community and the black community get along well? They don't, Dennis. You want to know why? There's no money in it. No, uh, no money in it, but I do think it's ideology. I mean, there's people they're purposely leaving out that I think they should report on, like Julius Malima. Um, I mean, he's literally calling for the slaughter of white people, and no one in our country even touches it. Um, so, you know, to your point, the, the, there needs to be a unity. There needs to be more of a realization that the media purposely uses the division of what they do report and don't. Um, you know, most people don't know. I mean, Julius Malima is probably going to get elected in South Africa. And if you're white in South Africa, you should probably get out now. Do um, we, have, we have the video of that. Isn't there a video of that guy calling for it? Chanting for killing white people? Yeah. Yes. Let's play the video. Play the video, Ryan. must never be scared to kill. A revolution demands that at some point there must be killing because the killing is part of a revolutionary act. I was going to say, it's not even just chanting. I mean, like, you see in that video, he is advocating to other South African politicians that they need to be slaughtered. So, um, now here's the thing: if you take that video 
and you bring it into the same communities, the same people who were asked about Trump, and ask whether or not they agree with that sort of thing, they're going to tell you downright no. They're going to tell you downright no. You know, they don't agree with that sort of thing. One of the things we were talking about last night, because last night I went to dinner with a bunch of friends, and it was sort of an extension. That's why I wanted to talk about it today again. It was an extension of what we were talking about yesterday. When you look at Black History Month, right, and we said if there was a thing called White History Month, everybody would freak out. Black History Month. Why do we need a whole month to go over this? I'll tell you why. Because it's a full month that the media can pin white against black. Now, my, my, my idea would be, you want to do a Black History Day? Do a Black History Day. You want to do an Italian History Day? Do an Italian History Day. We have St. Patrick's Day, right? You want to do St. Patrick's Day for the Irish? Do St. Patrick's Day. You want to have, uh, what? They, have it, uh, uh, they always have the Latino Day Parade in New York City. You want to do that? I'm all for celebrating every single heritage and what it is that they go back. So you could have the Italian day where you've got a lot of food that's all based on Italian food or whatever it may be. I mean, there's culture, there's cuisine, there's history, there's people of significance that need to be lifted in every single demographic. And I think if every single demographic had its one day, I think it would be so much better because everybody would feel like they're being represented equally. You'd have one day to focus in on what that culture is all about. And it would probably be a, a very successful sort of way of going about things to make highlight versus having a, an entire month, which in of itself, I think, is nothing other than a, uh, a picking of division. Well, it's a little more than that, too. It's just a marketing scheme. It's the same thing with June with the LGBT stuff. It's a way to just kind of use as an excuse for 30 straight days of trying to sell things such as, oh, come in here for free, but you know, buy this because this is a black owned business and this is a black owned product. Kind of like when June comes around, this is a gay owned business, it's a gay owned product. Everyone switches their stuff to rainbow flags, except for uh, companies in Saudi Arabia and elsewhere and Russia and China, because again, they just, they're truthfully more of a normal mindset in terms of not pandering. So it really comes down to pandering and economic greed, honestly. Well, you know, either way, I I think that the only way to solve this is you have to call it out for what it is. And we were were talking about that last night. And we said, you know, it's, it's insulting. It's absolutely insulting that for an entire month, you know, what they're going to highlight is all the horrors, because that's really what they do. They go back and they highlight all the horrors that have happened to African Americans over the course of time, instead of celebrating some of the most uh, biggest accomplishments. Like, look at this, right? I have right behind me, right behind me, I have right here. Which camera you at, Ryan? Ben Carson. Gifted hands. I mean, this is a man who has done incredible things in his life, has come from poverty. I mean, no, no father at home. You think that they ever celebrate that sort of thing? They don't. You want to know why? Because he's a conservative. You know, they took his name off a school in Detroit because he's a conservative, because he was part of the Trump administration. This is the sort of thing that divides a country. This man and other people like him, that he should be highlighted each, you know, if they're going to do it, if they're going to do 30 days, highlight the people who have made the most of themselves 
and do it as motivation instead of going back and looking at all the ugliness that has happened over the course of time. It's, it's, it's two different ways to celebrate. One way is divisive and one way is promising. I, that's just my, my feeling is you make it one day for every single culture and a lot of the racism story is going to go away, but they just don't want that to be the case. Well, of course not. And it'll never happen. Um, at least not in this country, but you know, uh, I would love it if there was more highlight on, on their successes and less about, you know, it, cause I, I am very tired. I'm sure everyone else is of the constant bringing up or uh, looking back to, you know, slavery or even the Holocaust and trying to use that as some purported excuse to um, basically downplay current bad behavior, such as Mayorkas using the Holocaust excuse. Um, you know, Holocaust happened when it happened. Slavery happened when it happened. We are now. And, you know, to constantly, you know, parade around with, oh, you could get reparations in California or New York. It will never happen. It will never happen. We can't even pay people regularly today. Uh, we can't even support our veterans uh, properly. So, for as long as there's money to be made with riots and racial division, it is going to wind up being the top story every single time. And it's a shame. We do have a video, um, Dennis, talk about this mayor. Uh, we have, actually, it's a mayor out of Illinois, right? What's the uh, story? Adult in Illinois, yeah. So Tiffany Hainard, uh, Henyard, sorry. Um, she... Uh, not necessarily recently, but she's been elected, I think, for two years, three years now as the mayor. Uh, she is absolutely awful. Oh, February 2021. So, yeah, so about uh, three years now. Um, and when I say awful, I mean by attitude, first off, but also um, like blatantly and very visibly corrupt, using taxpayer money to go on all these lavish trips, first class, uh, staying at these very extravagant hotels, uh, there is no listing or description as to why these were necessary trips to begin with. And in this video, she's at a trustee council, and it's a primarily black town, so the council's primarily black, and a lot of these uh, p trustees call her out on this, and you know, even on fellow black people, she's using the race card. And that's let's right. Play, yeah. let, let's play the video. Play the video, Ryan. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Dalton's difficulties got worse in recent weeks with water main breaks, Henyard blames on trustee budget cuts. Then four people were shot and injured last week, leaving nerves frayed and Henyard's opponents pointing out her sizable security detail. It's unfortunate that politics are being played, but what has happened is a million dollars out of my budget has been cut because of politics. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet, the mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing, that only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. Tiffany Henyard considers herself something of a crusader, but one who's clearly annoyed by questions from a rebellious group of Dalton trustees who are in a standoff with her over spending. At the end of the day, vendors are not being paid. Board approved it. The vendors are not being paid. How about you be a good leader, bring RFPs to the forefront, so not just us, but the residents and everybody else in America know how the money is being spent. 
WGN Investigates has cataloged tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars spent on trips, meals, and more by Tiffany Henyard and her allies in Dalton and on the Thornton Township Board, where she's the supervisor. Township credit card records show Henyard and other officials spent more than $67,000 on trips to Portland, Austin, Atlanta, and New York City. Many of the flights were first class. So were the accommodations. In Atlanta, Henyard and her team stayed at the Four Seasons Hotel, costing taxpayers more than $9,000. In New York, the bill came to $13,000. Henyard has refused to explain the specific purpose of the trips or why they travel in such style. See, now th- that that's the whole thing there, Dennis. And I, I, I want to go back to the media for this for a second. The media on a national level is never, ever going to show that video of black people trying to hold a black official accountable for her lack of leadership, you know? But if there were white people on that dais, going after her, right? It would be that they are racist. You get it? So instead of just looking at people are being people, I look across at you, whether you're a white person, a black person, a Latino person, if you're doing an outstanding job, I'm going to tell you you're doing an outstanding job. In fact, I, I sent a letter this morning to the people at that club, and I said, I want to let you know that your staff is outstanding. But I got to highlight this guy Stephen, right? So you'll never hear about that. You'll never hear about that. You'll never hear about when whites are complimenting blacks or when blacks are complimenting whites or when blacks uh, blacks are calling for somebody who's a Republican like Donald Trump to come into off back into office. You'll never hear about it. You only hear about the derogatory stories. And that's why I truly believe that there is, uh, let me take it back out. Is there racism, racism in this country? Absolutely. I can show you five videos today of white people being disrespectful to blacks, and I can show you five videos today of blacks beating down on whites. It, it's out there. There's no doubt there is a level of hatred out there. But by and large, I do not believe it is the majority. I believe the majority is sort of like when I run into Stephen later on today, if I'm back at the club eating dinner, he comes up to me. We shake each other's hands. Hey, what's going on, Stephen? Hey, Mr. Lynch, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. That's, I believe that's the majority of what goes on in America. It's just not interesting for headlines. Last word about this goes to you. I hope this lady is no longer mayor of this town because I am just so tired of people using their position of power uh, and frivolously, frivolously just using taxpayer money that isn't meant to be used the way that, that she is using it. Like, First class flights, five star dinners. What, what and what has she done for that town? That town is literally bankrupt right now. So, and it wouldn't matter whether she was white or black. She's just a bad leader. But using, you know, the whole how dare you yell at a fellow black woman in charge? You know, listen, we create our own problems. All right, and then the media. They take it to a whole nother level and they just create the racial divide. We're going to look at this here from another perspective. Matt Walsh, somebody sent him some secretive videos. I'm going to read this. Breaking. I've obtained internal footage of senior officials at the FAA, uh, the FAA's Flight Program Operations Division. This is the FAA, all right? 
which is responsible for all aspects of aircraft operations, workshopping a plan to reduce the number of white males in aviation. So the FAA is having an internal meeting about how to eliminate white guys from being in the cockpit. It goes on. The footage begins with FAA Acting Deputy Chief Operating Officer Angela McCullough saying more workers need to go from ramp to cockpit, meaning she wants to see more baggage handlers become airline pilots. As the meeting goes on, McCullough declares that it's important to get a little uncomfortable. She complains that flight operations is white male dominated and tells the managers they need to talk about what the future could look like. In response, David Riggins, the FAA's vice president of flight program operations, says, that's great, honestly. Those are some words that really need to spend some time digging through and thinking about. This footage, which is from April of 2022, is a sign of a much larger problem. Over the past few weeks, I've heard from several members of the aviation industry who tell me that DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is endangering the public and distracting them from their work. A second source, a pilot I've confirmed works at Delta, tells me that Delta has recently promoted a trans-identifying pilot who repeatedly received bad reviews from captains. According to the source, this pilot, would likely not have survived probation if he wasn't trans. The source also notes that Delta routinely makes exceptions for trans-identifying pilots concerning grooming and behavioral standards. Internally, Delta has even published a lengthy guide for pilots who believe they were born in the wrong body. This industry wide embrace of overt mental illness afflicts every aspect of aviation. Another source told me that his job is to design advanced military systems, but he's constantly sidetracked by DEI proposals like gender-inclusive seatbelts. Several sources have also sent me documentation about one of the FAA's largest programs called EFAST, which prioritizes Indian tribal-owned corporations and socially and economically disadvantaged businesses for billions of dollars in critical grant funding. The FAA's Master Order Agreement for EFAST states that certain FAA contracts for dollar amounts between $10,000 and $150,000 are automatically reserved exclusively for socially and economically disadvantaged businesses. It's only a matter of time until this combination of incompetence and anti-white discrimination leads to a major air disaster. The aviation industry needs a completely new mandate, one that's focused solely on safety before a lot of people are dead. I mean... We're talking about taking airplanes, lifting them off the ground, flying them safely, landing them on the ground, avoiding wreckage that would be 
I mean, I watched what it looks like when airplanes fly into two big buildings. It was called 9-11. Now, that was done in a terrorist attack. But you know what? The, the damage that that caused. It, we're not ta- this, is, this is not about hiring a certain amount of people based on their gender and their color to, I don't know, shuffle papers at the IRS. This is talking about putting people in harm's way and society, like neighborhoods, an airplane crash that could wipe out neighborhoods. This is insane. How did we get to this place? I'm, it's, it's a very dangerous time to fly because as we, I mean, what we're in February and all the little different situations we've seen, even Blinken's plane not working. It's, I mean, I have two different uh, trips coming up this year and, you know, reading something like that and both trips, unfortunately would require flying. Uh, you know, I, I hate seeing something like that. And to Matt Walsh's point, the prioritization of inclusive uh, inclusiveness over safety. And yet there are white men in that video cheering it on and not maybe rethinking like, Oh my gosh, uh, maybe pump the brakes. But truthfully, if they pump the brakes, they'd be fired or condemned or, labeled a white supremacist or something to that extent. So when you take a look at somebody saying, hey, we need to go from ramp to cockpit, or we need to have more blacks in the cockpit, I go back to Ben Carson, okay? If your mother and I were told that we had Siamese twins, and you had to pick a doctor to separate those Siamese twins, I would make a phone call to Dr. Ben Carson who I wound up consulting for uh, prior to him running for president, you know, debate practice. He's brilliant. I would call him up and say, Dr. Carson, who, if not you, should I choose to do this operation? I would not look at him as a black doctor or a black man. I would look at him as a fellow American who has a level of expertise at his position. And if he said, Dennis, I'm the person you want for that, I'd say, fine, take it. Take my wife's life into your hands. Take my two children and try to separate them. That's it. The same thing goes for a flight. If I am told, hey, this white guy who's got you know a, a, a tattoo just like yours with a shamrock, he only has five hours of flying time, and I've got this black man who's got 5,000 hours of uh, flying time, who do you want? I'm taking the black guy, not because he's black, not because he's not white, but because he's got the experience and the know-how and a perfect track record. This is not about color. It's not about gender. It's about the best person for the job who's going to provide safety and who's going to provide services based on their expertise, not based on anything else. It's about safety. And you just constantly see people every day talk about how they feel more and more unsafe in this country. I mean, if you are, I, I go back to when I was in Chicago and I, South Chicago, and I was doing, uh, it was supposed to be for Fox news. It never aired. I wonder why they never took it to be quite honest with you. But I remember going through this neighborhood and every house had a big, huge X on it. And the cop that was taking me around, it was primarily black. And the, the cop taking me around said that the X means that they went through, looked into that house, and that there was no dead people there. So these were all abandoned homes. And in the middle of all of this was like a beautiful flower. 
there was a house that looked like it came out of a Norman Rockwell painting. And it was a um, older African-American man, probably, I say older, wasn't that old, probably late 50s, mowing his lawn. And his wife was sitting up on the porch. I mean, it was gorgeous. Every blade of grass, perfect. And I, I stopped. I said, I want to talk to this guy. And when I stopped, and I wish I had the video. When I, when I stopped and talked to the guy, I asked him, why do you keep your house and your lawn so you know, perfect in the mid of basically the worst looking hood you can imagine? And he said, because my son and I always took care of the property. It was his favorite thing to do. Cut the lawn with me every single week. It was a ritual. And I said, okay. And I said, what happened to your son? He said, my son was shot dead in a drive-by. So here's a man, right? His son was just simply walking. I mean, his son was simply walking to work, gets shot in a drive-by. And now he's still respecting his son's legacy by keeping his house looking like that, the only flower that would grow in an ugly desert. The country is definitely stuck in a messaging issue. It's a messaging problem. Whether the messaging is uh, you're black, you're white, you should hate each other. Wait, why do we have to hate each other? You know, the messaging in this country is upside down, inside out, and absolutely broken. And it takes people like you, people like me, people like us to sort of push back against that. So if you're pushing back and saying, hey, wait a second, there shouldn't be a Black History Month. There shouldn't be a Pride Month. You know, have a day. Have a day for each group of people. And that's the way you level it out. And that's how you bring people back together in what would be a melting pot, which is what this country was designed to be. And you know what? It's not because melting pots don't sell. I would like to see it if in these next few years, you know, that melting pot can form that unity, bring the country together. I mean, that video at the beginning where they say, you know, they want to vote for Trump. They want, you know, this country to be back on track. You know, I would like that. I would like to see that happen. And to your point, you know, we need more awareness of like what your situation was when you were at the club yesterday, you know, that just normal American to American interaction instead of what you know, CNN or MSNBC is trying to throw out there. Absolutely, Dennis. If I could have taken what we saw yesterday you know, and every single day, like I said, with the guy Stephen, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be going. You know? And to that extent, uh, same thing you know, with Dr. Carson or, or whatever. It doesn't matter about color. It's all about just being a good person. And I think there's a lot of good people out here all trying to do the right thing, and the media is pushing against them. So if the United States of America wants to have a divide, you vote for Joe Biden more often and all his ilk. You want to get out of that divide, you go back into Donald J. Trump and Republicans and conservatives who don't believe in color, who don't believe in division, who believe in you know United States of America, one body, the United States of America. You do not get the united part for as long as you have these Democrats in place who are all supported by the radical, corrupt media who are going to keep on trying to put a division and a wedge between every single race and every single gender. And that's that. All right, like we said at the beginning, dmlcbd.com slash face, dmlcbd.com slash face. Buy one, get one free. We're having it for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It ends after the Super Bowl, and that is that. Uh, God willing, we'll be with you tomorrow. I think it's going to be Ryan and I who are going to be talking about the um, the, the video that should drop later on today, right, Ryan? What what's what, what are we looking at with this? Uh, so I was just going through Twitter yesterday, or X, and it was something like I just 
think six or eight, but it's also like Pacific and Eastern. So somewhere, it's somewhere this evening. So sometime tonight, we're going to see the Vladimir Putin. Yes. Uh, unless, Tucker Carlson. Unless something happens, but unless they plan happens. on, that's what they said. They plan on Thursday night. Okay. So we will have that on the DML News app. The minute it drops, the DML News app will actually take the embed from Twitter and we'll put it right into the app. You'll be able to watch it. Ryan and I are going to go back and forth. Dennis has something to do tomorrow, but Ryan and I are going to go back and forth uh, showing you the video clips and just analyzing what it is you have to say. You know, another interesting thing there about Tucker Carlson, I don't know if you've seen this, if you guys have seen this on Twitter. I mean, uh, the uh, European Union is apparently uh, trying to get a travel ban to where uh, mm-hmm. he can no longer, Tucker Carlson can no longer travel in Europe. And then apparently he's now on a hit list of some kind. Now, yeah. in AI world, you have to it's always authentic. Wonder, it is authentic. How, how did we confirm this? Literally, there's confirmation throughout that it's from the Ukrainian government website. Because they have that official kill list. I mean, yeah, it's Ukraine. They've had that listed for Ukrainian traders, any particular uh, uh, Russian affiliates or officials, but now Tucker Carlson. I mean, they did kill an American journalist. Mm -hmm. uh, Recently. Yeah. Recently. I forget his name, but they did. Tucker Carlson actually covered him. Yeah. So it was a, a journalist. And I remember we did that video on this program. He, he, he said that he was actually trying to cross over the border. He didn't know whether or not he would survive, what they would do, whatever it may be. And they wound up killing the guy. Yeah, no one talks about it. Right. Nobody talks yeah. about it because that American journalist who also had Ukrainian uh, credentials, right? Mm-hmm. He was criticizing Zelensky and the war. Yeah. And so now he's no longer around. And then Tucker's still in Russia because I'm sure he's waiting to see what the backlash is. Yeah, because that EU sanctions yeah. proxy. Because he can the become US. the next the EU is not yeah. going to do it without the U.S.'s say so. So Right. Well, I'll tell you right now, if, you, if, you, if, if they think, if anybody in Europe thinks about taking Tucker Carlson and making him a prisoner. They did to Assange. Yeah, you, you're talking about two. Yeah, but he's not as of, big. You're talking but... about two different levels of people, man. You do that, Tucker Carlson. I'm telling you, oh, it, it, you want to talk about Joe Biden finding out whether or not he's compromised or not? Because obviously, Tucker Carlson is not a Joe Biden or a Democrat uh, fan. But at the end of the day, Tucker Carlson is an American citizen yeah. who has done nothing wrong other than exposing a second part of a two of, of a two part story. A lot of people would be pissed off if they did that. Oh, it would be a, a, an uproar, especially Musk. It, it'd be, oh, Elon Musk. Yeah, it would be an uproar. All right. That's it for us. DMLCBD.com slash face. Buy one, get one free. Uh, and like I said, also tomorrow night. Actually, no, we're moving the wine clip. Uh, no wine clip. The wine and talk will now air on Saturday versus Friday. So um, that will be on Saturday, at least for this weekend, for this weekend. And we're trying to fiddle around with our schedule a little bit. So anyway, that's it for us. Until the next time, may God bless you. May God bless your family. May God bless all people of all colors in this country. And that's that. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Get the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And download the DML News app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and team DML.